Starcasting to you from the City of Angels. Hello everyone, I'm Karis. Thank you so much for being here and listening to the Voice of Astrology podcast. This is your astrology cosmic superpower for the week beginning Sunday, September 3rd through Saturday, September 9th, 2023. Let's journey together with astrology and explore how to connect with the stars, the planets, the energies for our new week ahead. Sunday, September 3rd, drum roll please. We have Venus, the queen of heaven, the jewel in the night sky, stationing direct. Venus in Leo is moving forward now. And with Venus moving in a forward motion, everything that Venus rules over, love, relationships, marriage, harmony. Also, Venus is happiness and the pleasures of life, enjoyment and laughter. These things will not only start to become more balanced, but enjoyment will start to move in a very positive direction. Venus in Leo, Leo being a fire sign, we have witnessed the heat and the fires with Venus, our sister planet, real close to us in a fire element. The ancient astrologers, the original astrologers, were farmers. They predicted the weather. People lived in an agriculture society for thousands of years. So it was crucial to the survival to know and be able to predict, well, what's happening with the weather. The ancient astrologers would notice patterns and certain patterns taking place where there would be a correspondence to what was happening here on earth. To this day, you can look at a farmer's almanac at your checkout line at the grocery store and still see the astrological notations of what is happening with the farmers of modern times. We have clay tablets over 5,000 years old that have the astrological notations of the correspondence between the patterns we saw in the heavens and what was happening, how it corresponded to things here on earth, especially when it comes to the weather. So even with the heat and the fires that people have been experiencing, Venus moving direct now, still in Leo, but moving direct, things will start to calm down. Along with Venus stationing direct on this September 3rd, we are starting off the week with the moon exalted in the sign of fixed earth Taurus. Now when we have an earth element moon, the moon in Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn, the earth element with the moon is calmer, it's more centered, more grounded. It also starts off the week with the moon exalted in Taurus, ruled by Venus, now moving direct with the week, this week astrologically, your cosmic superpower, having a lot to do with what is happening with your finances. And I'm going to cover this day by day for this week. Taurus says, I have, this is mine. It's a money sign. The moon is exalted in Taurus as we start off the week. Now, Taurus is also what makes you feel safe, what you have because it represents security. So with the moon exalted in Taurus and Venus stationing direct, we are starting off, let's say, the theme for the week with common sense, 
what are you doing with your money over time because the element of earth has to do with if I do the work now and make the investment then how will this pay off over time earth is not a fast and quick element in the sense of just get it done right away and and it will be done with soon the element especially of earth the moon exalted in Taurus is what is the common sense thing to do with what is yours what you own what you have and what makes you feel safe what not only is the common sense decisions to make but how the decisions you make have repercussions and results that will go way over time it's not a fast thing nothing ever is with the sign of Taurus the moon in Taurus this Sunday makes a really nice sextile 60 degree angle of opportunity to Saturn retrograde in Pisces. Now Saturn retrograde in Pisces is getting a realistic look at what you are doing in the area of your money. What kind of structures are you building or not? This is Saturn. What kind of boundaries are you putting around your money? Saturn is also the walls and the boundaries in the sign of Pisces, which can be dreamy, addictive. It can be avoidant with what you're spending on and how you're protecting yourself or not financially. The moon in Taurus making that sextile nice aspect to Saturn retrograde in Pisces is a nice supportive opportunity to take a really good look at the financial situation and making an assessment of antiques, valuables, things that you own that may be valuable, things that perhaps are not valuable. But this 60 degree angle is, it's really nice for like going to thrift shops and um, antique places and going through your own things that you own and what is of value, what isn't, you don't have to keep it. Then the moon in Taurus this Sunday makes an inconjunct to Mars now in its detriment in the sign of Libra. Mars in Libra is looking for trouble. It likes to pick the fight and stir the pot. So at first the moon in Taurus is let's just take a really good look at what we should keep, what isn't of value, what we're doing with our money. Venus direct can help to keep the peace, so to speak. That's Venus direct in Leo. Also the Venus direct in Leo is what is truly sentimental and dear to your heart that you really should hold on to. And the moon in Taurus making that in conjunct, which means this just doesn't fit to Mars and its detriment in Libra ruled by Venus, which can be, well, it may be a bit upsetting and irritating, but I really don't have to hold on to this. So let some things go as well, because when we create the space, that opens up the space to bring in more value and abundance. Monday, September 4th, happy Labor Day, everyone. Happy safe holiday weekend. Now, this Monday, September 4th, we have Jupiter in Taurus, ruled by Venus, stationing retrograde. The two goodies in astrology, the greater and lesser benefics, Venus and Jupiter, these are the two cosmic energies 
that want to gift you things. They want to bring blessings. They are the good guys in astrology. Now, with the greater and lesser benefics, the lesser being Venus moving direct. Now on this Labor Day weekend, Monday, September 4th, we have the kingly planet, the greater benefic, Jupiter, stationing retrograde in Taurus. So the job of Jupiter is to increase. Jupiter in Taurus brings you, wants to give to you more abundance, more safety, more security, more things where you can say, I have. These are the key words for Taurus. This is mine, I have. With Jupiter moving retrograde in the sign of Taurus, this is part of the week where we want to take stock of how we are overspending, overindulging too much. Jupiter is the planet that just keeps going and going and going. It doesn't recognize boundaries. It doesn't recognize limit. So with the two angels, Jupiter and Venus, Venus saying, yes, let's move forward and enjoy in a peaceful, harmonious, playful way along with Jupiter saying, but we have to recognize some kind of limitation and boundary to the spending where we're investing and so forth. The interplay between Jupiter and Venus can help each other out in the area of your power to be happy, your power to love and be happy and enjoy is not dependent on going broke, Jupiter retrograde in Taurus ruled by Venus. So we have these two Venus influenced things going on where we can be happy and have a blast and keep the peace. Jupiter retrograde in Taurus is about not being wasteful. And this can be challenging for Jupiter because Jupiter is the kingly planet. It's the largest planet in our solar system. Jupiter just wants to give and give all beautiful, happy things. When you go into the castle, the domicile of Jupiter, every pleasure possible, especially in the sign of Taurus, because Taurus is Gaia, Mother Earth, all of the sensations and senses, food and fragrance and music and touch, all of that, with Jupiter in Taurus, wants to overindulge in these things. Jupiter in Taurus happens once every 12 years, and Jupiter retrogrades once a year. So if you were to look back 12 years ago-ish, when Jupiter was in Taurus in retrograde, you could look back at the lesson of our cosmic superpower that perhaps you overindulged in something, And what did it ultimately cost you down the road? For instance, let's say it was a big ticket item and you just had to have it and put it on a credit card, for instance, and then making the payments with the interest fee and how long that can, you know, last and go on when we're trying to pay something off. That kind of good common sense down to earth Taurus lesson would say with the Jupiter retrograde in Taurus, not doing that again, learned that lesson. 
So with this Jupiter retrograde, this is a part of the lesson here that while Jupiter is retrograde in Taurus ruled by Venus, it certainly is not the time to waste. And again, we can have fun. We can have a blast. Remember that Jupiter is nature. She is Gaia, Mother Earth, and nothing heals like nature. And it's just so much fun to be out in nature. Doesn't cost a thing with Jupiter retrograde in Taurus. The universe has quite a sense of humor because also on this Monday, September 4th, the moon exalted in Taurus, which is I want it all and then some because the moon is it can never get enough. And this moon is exalted in Taurus, making a conjunction to Jupiter now retrograde in Taurus. So the universe likes to play with us and has a sense of humor at times. And yes, I'm saying this facetiously, because with this moon conjunct Jupiter and Taurus and Taurus has a fabulous down-to-earth sense of humor. How the universe is playing with us, testing us a bit, is the moon Jupiter is, again, that temptation to just indulge and and not know when to quit. The moon is insatiable, especially when it's in Taurus, exalted, and Jupiter in Taurus. Now, also, Taurus has a lot to do with food. So, in oh, just overindulging in food that you shouldn't be eating. What you want to overindulge with in that you can never get enough is laughter and singing. Taurus rules over the throat. So, laugh as much as you want. Sing as much as you want. All of this, again, is it's not going to cost you physical goods long term down the road. Tuesday, September 5th, the first aspect of the day, right off the bat, is the moon still exalted in Taurus, making a conjunction to Uranus in Taurus. So right after that moon conjunct Jupiter in Taurus, then we get the sudden abrupt divorce separation aspect because the planet Uranus is this shocking change that you didn't see coming. So then with the moon making that conjunction to Uranus and Taurus, this is the wake-up call of the overindulgence that potentially happened the day before. It doesn't have to be. You have the power. You have the choice. Depends on what you do with these energies. But interesting, that first aspect on Mars's day, Tuesday, is that moon conjunct Uranus Bye-bye in the sign of Taurus. Don't go there. Whatever it is that you may be thinking of or tempted, don't go there. And whatever you were tempted with over the weekend, especially Monday, then the moon exalted in Taurus makes a trine flow to Pluto retrograde in Capricorn. Now, the retrograde is you haven't gotten the lesson yet. So consequences the karma we could say to the actions we have taken. Again, this is all tying into the the main thread that this is all connected to is common sense, money, what you have and what it will cost you. Later on, on Tuesday, September 5th, the moon changes signs and 
goes into mutable air Gemini. Now, the moon in Gemini, which is air, it can lighten things up. It can help to open up communication a bit and also to look at things with a different perspective because Gemini, if nothing else, just loves to learn new things. The moon in Gemini on the 5th makes a square aspect to Saturn retrograde in Pisces. This is yet another aspect that makes us go plunk down to earth. It can be sobering. It can be somber if we haven't been using good common sense so far. Wednesday, Mercury's Day, September 6th. We have the fourth quarter moon at 14 degrees Gemini. Now, when we cross over and go from fourth quarter to moon to new moon the light of the moon is decreasing so things settle down even more it's not as amped up as the full moon of course the moon in gemini making that square fourth quarter point to the sun in virgo these are mutable changeable things Gemini and Virgo. The season is shifting and changing. We're not fully out of a fixed season. We're not yet into the new season, the cardinal season. We're shifting and changing and preparing. We're making the necessary adjustments and adaptions for the new chapter, the new season we are about to go into. Now, also with this fourth quarter to new moon, we've got the sun and Mercury making a conjunction. The sun is bringing clarity and good, sensible, practical Virgo clarity to Mercury, its ruler. Mercury in its domicile and exaltation of Virgo. Yes, still retrograde, but it's like the sun is shining clarity on what you may have said to mess things up that you wish you could take back we're looking at mercury retrograde how we can potentially see i have to go back over and get more clear about what i said what i promised how i said it so being able to see what can be corrected with words, what we put in writing, what we promised, perhaps. This is a really good aspect for the fourth quarter moon day, Wednesday, September 6th. It does not mean take action. Wait until Mercury goes direct because you, then you might even mess it up even more. Wait until Mercury goes direct, but at least we can start to see it. Oops. <laughs> I shouldn't have said it that way, but we can correct and perfect always with the, the influence of Virgo. Remember, Virgo purifies and cleanses and takes away what is fake and false, meaning the lies. Thursday, September 7th, we have opportunities during the day with the moon still in Gemini to sort through and, and bring out confusing emotions. The moon in Gemini makes a square to Neptune and Pisces, more mutable aspects going on, where how you really feel, what you truly want, where is the simplicity and clarity in your emotions. In other words, when we're confused, moon square Neptune, when we're confused, 
that can be very painful and draining to say the least. When we get clear on this is what I want, I'm sure about it, these are my feelings, I'm very sure about that as well, then that is where your power comes from. Later on in the day, the moon goes home to the sign of Cancer. The moon enters her domicile, her castle at home in Cancer. So Thursday, Friday, and into Saturday with the moon at home, this is you being connected to your emotional body. The feelings, the emotions, the sensitivities, knowing how you truly feel, what it is that you need, because I always say, feed your moon. The moon is what we need. And when we get what we need, then that calmness, that sense of safety, your home, you're with the familiar. This is what happens when we are in touch with the moon in Cancer emotional body. When the moon is starving, that's where the irrational fears and anxieties and all spooky things can be showing up that are not real. It's happening in our emotions and in our imagination. Friday, September 8th, Venus's day, stand strong in how you feel. Because with the moon at home in Cancer, making a square aspect of agitation, and a square is let's get something started. The moon in Cancer makes that square to Mars and its detriment in Libra. Libra is the sign of fairness, justice. It wants everything to be balanced out. An injustice, something is that is not right, that is not fair, this really disturbs the sign of Libra, which is what it rules over fairness and balance. Both of these signs, Cancer and Libra, are cardinal signs of the zodiac. They want to jump right in and initiate. And the moon in Cancer is very emotional with this square to Mars and Libra that likes to rabble rouse and upset and disturb the peace anyway. It's Mars and its detriment. Now, when you get conflict, an argument, a dispute, the negotiation isn't happening as quickly or whatever it may be, this Moon-Mars square is upsetting and the Moon in Cancer is stay true to how you feel and also what you know is rightfully yours. Moon rules over home and family and this Moon square Mars can be quite upsetting to say the least on Venus's day if we are not level-headed and calm. Remember Mercury, if it's about signing contracts and making deals and that kind of thing, are just words that were said, Mercury retrograde, then just wait to a more level-headed time to do what you need to do. Saturday, September 9th, as we close out the week with the moon at home in Cancer, she makes a sextile to Jupiter in Taurus ruled by Venus. Moon in Cancer makes a sextile to the sun in Virgo, ruled by Mercury. And the moon makes a sextile to Uranus in Taurus, ruled by Venus. These are really nice aspects here as we're closing out this money-oriented week. Think of the beginning of the week of taking stock of your money, what you have, what makes you safe and secure, especially in a money area, and how to protect and use common sense 
long-term in that area. As we start to get to midweek and start closing out the week, then the upsetting things can be taking place with the aspects that I just covered, where you just want to hold on to what is yours, but you don't have to get into a big over-the-top Mars and its detriment in Libra battle about it. Saturday, September 9th, the one square we have is the moon in Cancer making a square to Chiron in Aries. Again, two cardinal signs of the zodiac where Chiron and Aries can be impatient. It can be, I don't want to wait. It can be selfish. It can bring in a lot of ego involved in a situation where you don't have to put it that out that way, where it's about the Aries ego and also liking to fight ruled by Mars in its detriment. Just hold off for the moment. How you ideally with your cosmic superpower could be closing off the week with the, with the battles and such going on is self-care. The moon in Cancer doesn't even think twice because it's at home. The moon in Cancer giving yourself what you need and caring for yourself, especially in the area of emotions. Make yourself feel good. Do whatever it takes to not get into it as we are closing out this week and the moon is waning in light and we're preparing for the new moon coming up and we're starting to go into that dark balsamic moon phase. So I hope this helps you out. It can be a very productive week, not necessarily an easy week. There are a lot of temptations this week, but it can be a lot of great lessons and very productive. Think long term. Think earth. Common sense. How will the decisions I make now, where I'm so tempted in the immediate, how will these uh, decisions have consequences long down the road if we're not centered down to earth and of course always using good common sense thank you everyone have a fabulous week do the best you can that's all we can do we do the best we can and i will see you all in the stars thank you